Welcome to the Perimenopause Power Podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Perimenopause Power. Hello, Lise. G'day, Nat. How are you? I am going great. And can I just start this episode by giving out a big thank you and our heartfelt gratitude to the many, many listeners across the 102 countries. So we've just discovered that our podcast is going out to. I feel very humbled to think that our voice is in the ears of many people across the globe. And so excitedly, we've had 50,000 downloads in our short, um, just shy of two years. And just want to say a big thank you to everyone who is listening and sharing and being part of our podcast and this education. We just love being able to do this week in, week out. It is it is so much fun and um, it's a beautiful way to share, have a chat and share some knowledge around it. And, you know, awesome to actually get our guests on the podcast from time to time that we can share and connect with too and bring to our listeners. So, and it's over 50,000, Nat. Don't, don't, just don't uh, discount the over bit as well, eh? <laughs> no, that, that's it. No. So today we wrap up our symptoms series and where we've been honing in on particular key areas that could be really supportive for women. So first one there was around weight gain, Then we spoke about bone density and osteoporosis. Then we discussed brain health and the various symptoms that generate in the brain and the things that women can do to support their brain health. And then today we are going to talk about stress and Mm. perhaps maybe not so much a symptom of perimenopause because a lot of people um, experience stress across a lifetime, but more honing in around the impact stress can have on women going through perimenopause and and the changes that we go through, right? Yeah, it brings about a lot of, I think some of it's too, is is fear of the unknown, like what's going on with my body, where's my body gone? You know, and many women are pretty organised humans and uh, they have something come in that's not part of their routine or their everyday makeup or, you know, what they do and go about doing. And that can be stressful. And, you know, it's a cascading effect right from there. Yeah, definitely. And we have got an episode about stress specifically, and um, we might be sharing a few things from that episode as well. But just again, you know, it's been a little while since we've spoken about stress, but we just want to hone in on the role that stress can play for women and the impact it really can have on not just us in the moment of perimenopause, but also beyond as well and, and within our days. And, you know, we've spoken many times about the fact that we cannot always minimise or stop stress. I think the messages, you know, across the media, whenever is spoken about stress, it's always about, you know, stop stress, decrease the stress in your life. But it's actually not always possible. And for women going through perimenopause, there is a high stress incidence because we are going through such a change in our life. And we can't control that. We can't control the change that we are going through, but we can absolutely choose the way that we respond to the stress and respond to the change. That is where our control sits. And I've always spoken about that, that we can control how we respond to it. 
Mm, and I think that's where lifestyle medicine, you know, what we do really comes into play around, you know, the factors that women can be embracing to actually just decrease the stress and just, you know, put in a little bit of a, a burner, a little burner. And, um, you know, as you said, we can't get rid of it altogether. No, that's it. And it's important to highlight that stress really can exacerbate our symptoms. So they can make them feel a little bit worse, um, can impact our sleeping, can contribute to weight gain. And I know we've spoken about the role of cortisol and um, and again, not just for women in perimenopause, that, that cortisol hormone really plays a huge role in our um, everyday life across our entire lifetime. It also can impact our mental health and just it's got a, a flow on effect around how we feel and how we respond to situations in our life as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So stress, if I could just define stress, because I think it's a great way to really just picture what stress is, but stress can be defined as we're in a situation where our physical resources don't match the demand on us. So, you know, we're in a situation where we perhaps need to do something and we just don't have the physical, mental or emotional resources to do so. And that's because we are feeling the pressure to do that thing or we really want to do it, but we're struggling in ourselves to be able to commit to that. We persevere anyway and we try to do it and we just will go ahead and do it, but we are actually causing stress on our body. Another way to think about stress is if we find ourselves in a situation that is beyond our control and we actually want that situation to be completely different. And perhaps I can use the context of perimenopause that we are finding ourselves in perimenopause and we don't want to be in that phase. We're trying to resist and push against it because there is that fear of that unknown. Um, it's that fear of I'm getting older, um, things are changing and I don't want that. So we push, we push, we push. And of course, that naturally causes that stress response in our body, which is our typical fight or flight stress response. It comes back to that idea that we have the opportunity to define what this phase of life looks like for us and how can we build those resources to have that level of acceptance that it, it is what it is. I can't control it. Me trying to push and try and change the situation isn't being supportive or supporting me. So, you know, I can see that this is causing great stress on my body and not serving me well. This is what I want to do instead. And you know what, Nat, I'm just hearing you talk about that. It's so liberating when you can actually accept that this is what is happening and the stress can actually melt away a little bit uh, with that as well. Like you accepting, I, you know, <clears throat> I, be I become educated about what's going on. Pushback's not serving me. What can serve me? I'm just going to let go. I'm just going to take it a little bit in my stride and just be with it. And that's a really great feeling, very much so. Mm, it is. It's, you know, I love that word surrender. Mm. And I often bring this into my yoga and meditation practices where I encourage clients to surrender, to let go, to give myself permission to be with where I'm at and just stop fighting, stop resisting, stop trying to change the situation, but rather be with it. And again, that word curious, we spoke about that in the last episode, be curious and just see where it takes you and just, you know, almost removing that weight on your shoulders. We, we carry so much weight as women across our lifetime. And we've often said, if there is one time within your life that self-care is absolutely pivotal, it is in your forties as you go into perimenopause. Bang on. So true. It's, um, 
we put so much pressure on ourselves and um you know sometimes we could take a really good leaf out of the um, you know the, the bloke's book because they really don't stress about a lot of things and a little bit of that for us is not a bad thing to um to actually take on board yeah yeah definitely and you know it's important to acknowledge that of course going through a life change because that's what we're going through it's a transition yep. it's a transformation and so naturally there is going to be um an incidence of stress because things are changing but there's the opportunity to tap into that good stress, that you stress, and and look at it and and see, okay, what can I learn from here? Can I rise to the challenge? Can I um, adopt certain things that really support me and and use that stress, harness that stress for good, rather than being trapped in that distress, which is not good for our health um, or our well-being, and has lifelong impacts on how we feel and our quality of life um, long into the future as well. So. When we're in a state of stress or we're feeling stress, we can look at that as a, as a feedback loop, you know, and use it as information and see and and explore and and be curious around. Okay, I'm feeling this way. This is why I'm feeling this way. Even drill down. There's that that great framework called the five whys, where you keep asking yourself why, why, mm. why, why, and you eventually get to that root cause. And we tend to come back to that root cause as as always being almost always that it's me. I'm, I'm the one that's triggering this. I'm the one that's causing this stress response because it's not how it's meant to be, or I'm feeling the shoulds, or I'm putting pressure on myself. So using those stress, those feelings in your body as a feedback loop and as information to then say, this is how I want to respond instead. And that's where we can really come to that permission and that surrendering and, and letting go. Mm, I love that so much, Nat. Because we're going through enough changes, right? We're experiencing enough symptoms and it's having a big enough impact on our body without um, exacerbating that through the stress as well. Bang on. And you mentioned sleep before too, Nat. You know, if we've got that constant stress going on, we've got raised cortisol levels all through the day. So cortisol comes in in the start of the day and it's supposed to just peter out a little bit towards the end of the day. So the melatonin, which is the hormone that helps you sleep, can kick in. But what's happening is we've got this constant stress, this constant cortisol, and then it's any wonder why we can't get to sleep and have a restful sleep where all that repair that we talked about in the last session can take place. Mm, yep, definitely. And I guess if there's one thing that we can share as a closing here, and if you haven't, I guess, uh, got the message from our other podcast, that lifestyle medicine and support is really pivotal. pivotal. So our nutrition, our movement, our sleep, our rest, all of those things that support us really go a long way to supporting our stress responses and also our health and our well-being. Mm. Some more gold nuggets there, Nat. There really is. But thank you again, as always, for listening. And as I said, it's really with gratitude every time we get to jump onto the microphone here and share um, some of our wisdom and expertise with you. So thanks again for listening. Thanks, Nat. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.